0: You know what the problem is with your children? They're just not getting enough screen time. Hey, welcome back to The Art of Fatherhood. I am Brian Lafauci, And I'm Patrick Marino. And today we are going to encourage you to stick a phone in front of your kid's face for six hours. The the best babysitter is a tablet. (laughs) The best (laughs) babysitter. A phone. That was great. That was like... When we were growing up, I mean, it's such I, this this topic of conversation, any topic of conversation that gets really black and white. And it's like it's, a, it's just I get really frustrated. Absolute. I, I hate people. <coughs> like I can't stand um, even. That's why with the political stuff that's about. Yeah. To co- we're going to have a year. We're going to have a year of absolute truce on two ends of the spectrum that I'm going to have to listen to and be like, you guys, come on. Come on now.
1: Well, the other piece of this is, both Brian and I are men of a certain age with a lot of experience dealing with young, children. Young age,
0: so it's a lot.
1: It's different. Usually, yeah. usually you can see it's a spectrum, right? It's like the younger parents with fewer kids believe in more in absolutes, and then they get to the second and third, and then the absolutes become impossible. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, or if the they, absol- they figure out they want to actually live
0: their life; they can't mm. be absolute. And this is a, this is, I think a. A big one. So I was doing some reading as we were preparing for our podcast <laughs> today. Some reading on all right. What is what does the research say? And I listen. Well, how about this? Let's start off with this. Mm-hmm.
1: The Academy of Pediatrics says no screen time, or mm-hmm. at least that's what they were saying.
0: Yeah, for a yeah. while, and I think Asinine. they changed it. But they're
1: basically like, no screen time
0: ever. Fed TV since nineteen what nineteen sixties? Mm-hmm. TVs like be kind of became mainstream in the house. And when I was a kid, like you were. Sitting in front of the TV, yeah, right. Now, I guess now because it's a little close to your face, that's a problem. I don't know, uh, or because you can take it with you everywhere. I, I don't know. There's a lot of lot of issues with that, but um, no screen time. The one I listened to was um, was from a, a one of the National Health Organization studies, right? And this one was great. It was all about how. You, your kids have too much screen time, which you love that, too much, right? That's not subjective at all. And I think, you know, too much screen time and it can really uh, lead to depression and anxiety and it can lead to, uh, what was some of the other ones? Um, oh, they, they they don't have good uh, good use of the language. That, that goes away. And, I mean, it just went on and on. After the fourth and fifth one, I'm like, all right, listen.
1: Let's not let's let's be clear. We are gonna. We don't want to go too far in the other direction, right? There are consequences to a child just staring at their screen the
0: whole time. I'm thing. sure there are. I think one of the, things they're, one of the things they're finding that.
1: is like these kids have like bad necks because they're constantly looking like this, developing neck, right? So I'm constantly doing that with my neck, like you and I. We did this. We didn't have these phones. I a went long to time. the eye. So you're oh doing yeah, like this forever. That, they get that hunch. Yeah, there's, right there's there. something wrong with that their makes neck. sense. And then the other thing I oh, think there's something. Well, in, hold
0: on. We yeah. say wrong but through evolution everything that gets introduced to us changes us like from an evolution standpoint so I don't want to say wrong right but they they're starting to notice that it's changing
1: yeah that.
0: for sure but go ahead go ahead
1: no Sorry. that was it and that was the other thing was like there's there's some new stuff about like um, eye dilation it's not dilating as normally because they're focused on these mm-hmm. screens so i mean i think that What we're going to advocate, I think, is not that your child needs more screen time, but that there needs to be a balance of some sort. We're going to advocate that, right?
0: And it's, uh, you know, our conversation needs to be a step away from this once again, like all-or-nothing debate of oh, it's just bad, or it's like.
1: One of the challenges they have with the studies is that they try and say, "Okay, well, who are the kids not getting screen time?" and it's like nobody right, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. like well how do you yeah. how do you study the difference between the kids that are getting screen time and the kids that aren't and right. like the kids that aren't don't exist right. and it's like you know it's like you go into a restaurant and if if you're going to bring your kid into a restaurant nowadays." Mm-hmm you give them a tablet or the phone, especially if they're like one or two. Right. And it's like, you don't want them to mess up dinner. You know, it's yeah. like, here, stare at this for a second. Like otherwise we can't enjoy ourselves. And that's what the parents do. Right. Yeah. There's like, that's like a big part of just survival parenting. Yeah. Right? Is you give them a screen. Same thing our parents say, it's like, we well, just watch TV while I'm cleaning the house. Right. You know what I mean? Or wait, or are you waiting for dad to get home from yeah. work? You know what I mean? And like, I think
0: the th- there's definitely certain activities that us as parents have to participate in. And Allowing our kids the ability to do something independent while we do that makes sense, and that's a balance act as well. Screen times are the big conversation right now because it is the most common go-to for that. So because it's not uh, go outside and play, it's not you know, it's you know watch a show or do something like that, right. and and that is definitely a a pendulum that we gotta bring back a little bit. Hmm. Just getting you know, having that replace something that might have been a little more active for a kid to do. Right. I think is very important. And you often wonder, like, is the are the correlations of all these things, because is it the fact of looking at this thing or is it the fact of we're not now doing other things that maybe help with that. Right. Movement helps with <clears throat> You know, depression, like reading helps with think about when we were kids, parents, our parents did give us books like, oh, you gotta occupy here, go get it. Here's a handful of books. Go right. like, read some if You books. think about
1: just the fact that like reading a book, like how active is that? Like it's more active than watching something, but it's not super active. You're just sitting there just, yeah, like, staring at the book. not more
0: active than watching something. And you either. think
1: about like, like the kids like, I mean, like when you were younger, like, like think about kids who had their heads buried in books. They weren't super social. Right, right right yeah so same it's like thing. it's the same issue it's same like but issue. we correlate the book as being a better yeah i mean it is like you have to read it right so you are exercising some skills you have to use your imagination but like at the end of the day like the the balance is still skewed of your kids just buried in books like they're, they're gonna
0: miss out on life right yeah so i think a couple things we can talk about today that can be a benefit As all parents, we all try to deal with this, right? The easiest thing is, well, we'll just limit screen time. We'll say it's this amount of time. And all right, that's great. But if they're going to go do other mindless shit, then there's so much mindless shit they can do. So if they're just going to replace it with other mindless shit, then what are we doing other than just taking a thing away? And then screen time becomes, well, what is that? Like you now not go on the computer? Can I not watch TV? Can I not – like what – is it all electronic screens go away and – and, okay, and now figure it out, or is there a better way?
1: I think that's one of the things they're trying to figure out is, like, screen time is such is actually kind of vague in 2023, 2024. Yeah. Right, because, like, there's multiple types of screens, right? We're exposed to a ton of them. Yes. There's your phone, which is small, and you have to mm-hmm. look at, and you have to hunch over, whatever. There's your computer screen. There's televisions, right? And it's like, you know, there's things you can touch, there's things you can't interact with. Your screen time is very interesting now it's all, it's all over so many
0: screens you mentioned something when we were talking about this topic that i really liked which is there's a big difference between your child passively engaging in content and you engaging in screen content with them that then leads to discussion
1: one of your uh, operations in your book brian uh paint by numbers the eye of the fatherhood is meet them where they are right so if the modern child is dealing with screens a lot because Mm -hmm. that's what their friends are doing. and It's like one way you connect with them is to do that with them. Yes. right, And that also helps foster a healthy relationship with the screen. One of the things we did, uh, we had a rainy weekend and um, this is something we used to do more frequently. Like back when I was a kid, when you played video games, there was no like online playing, right? You had to play with, if you wanted to play with somebody, you played with a friend. Right. And they had to sit next near you because that's, Yeah, The controllers were wired to the system, right? But um, we looked for a two-player game, my boy and I, we found this game is called It Takes Two. It's a wild game. It's about like divorce and like these, and it's a kid's game, right? So it's about divorce. And I think I told you about this before. And the the parents get shrunk down into like little dolls and they have to like navigate the house. But it's a two-player co-op game. Yeah. So you have to cooperate with the other player in order to make it work. And I'm not sure my boy and I have ever had so much fun in our, in our existence as father and son. We had so much fun. We laughed. We we're trying to solve puzzles. There were things that he was able to solve that I couldn't solve, things I was able to solve that he couldn't solve. And, I mean, you can't tell me that that was like, okay, like, yeah, like, is it in some ways not as good as us going out on a hike? Yes. But is it in some ways better than us going on a hike?
0: I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think th- those that's a great example of that. You know, another thing recently that happened with me and my son was he was, you know, sitting on the couch. He's watching YouTube like, yeah, you know, the kids love us And I, si- I kind of just asked him, like, hey, what, what's, what do you got going on here? And he was watching these um, videos that were giving explanation to that movie Five Nights at Freddy's that just came out. Yeah. <clears throat> did you see it? I did. Yeah. And we watch it together and it stemmed from that. So he's watching this video and I was like, all right, cool. Like, but do we really, I said, do you really need to watch these to like get the movie? He's like, I think you're going to have to because the story has a lot of backstory. And we had this back and forth. And I'm like, well, I don't care about the backstory. Do I? Not, you know, someone can not read all the Harry Potter books, enjoy a movie and not know 80% of the little backstory. Right, but it's harder bookstore. to when you get into the sequels. Yeah. I, yes agree right. great but my point is we had so what what happened was we watched these YouTube screen time right yeah. we sat there he watched these videos but he kept pausing it and being like so see what's you know what happened here yeah. and, and I, so I think using it as a medium for engagement as opposed to just being this passive thing and nobody's talking and we're just you know we're in our own that's the moment of where we just kind of kind of look at Right where, I I know as this is a very subjective thing. It's different for every parent, but I know when I feel good, like on a weekend, if we're coming home on a weekend at a certain point in time, and I feel like, cool, I'm psyched. He's gonna go sit on his computer for a couple hours because he definitely earned that. Like, (laughs) like we did all these other things, and not even earned, but like I don't feel at all bad about. You're going to do whatever you want. Lay on the couch, watch TV. You're going to because all the other stuff didn't engage that. So I don't think there's there's no limit on it. You know, if it, whatever you do until you go to bed, that's fine. Because all the other things that were, I think, are important were met. Like we we did social stuff. We did stuff with friends. We did stuff that's good for your health. Now do whatever you want.
1: The, um, the part you brought up is important, I think, is that you didn't feel bad about it. I think a big part of this is guilt. Yes, especially when you hear the American whatever Society of Pediatrics say all screen time is bad. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, or you see the consequences of excess screen time and yeah. antisocial kids, or you see the problems with social media and whatever.
0: It makes it so easy a lot of it to be antisocial. Right?
1: A lot of it is um, a lot of it is parent guilt, right? And then you feel bad. It's like, oh, I, I let my kid just sit in front of the freaking because we all have that moment where we feel bad it's like oh i did that and i did this i shouldn't have he's got too much screen time or whatever but i think we have to let ourselves off the hook for a number of different reasons one is because it is not the 50s right so it is the current time and this is the way kids interact right that's like one of the arguments for like do i let my kid go on social media if all of their friends are on social media and it's like okay well Do we just do what everybody else is doing? No, but you always have to look at things from a mathematical, consequential, like what are the consequences of my decision as a parent, right? So if I decide I'm not going to let my kid do this, whatever it is, and everybody else is doing it, what are the consequences for my child? Social isolation. Um, They could be depressed because they're missing out. They can't participate in the conversation with everybody else because they're all watching this and my kid's not. So it's like there are, it's not consequence-free, Mhm to not allow your kid to do something that everybody else is doing, right? right, And that doesn't mean that there aren't kids who've like been homeschooled and been isolated at certain ages and not been successful. That's not what that means. So what's the definition of success? Right, rabbit hole. But we have to let ourselves off the hook and say, okay, well, look, if this is the way the world is and there's gonna be screens for everything and I don't let my kid have a screen, then what am I setting up my kid for in the future? You know, we have to let ourselves off the hook and say, like, look, we're we're part of the future. Like, we're preparing our kids for the future. The future is going to be filled with screens, and my kid is going to have ex- experience with screens, and and but but a positive experience that includes balance with other activities like sports, like learning an instrument, like being creative and exercising some sort of craft. You know I mean, going outside just for the sake of going outside—like we're gonna—it's gonna be a balance. Yes, but it's gonna be part of it because that's part of the world that he has to learn. My, he has to learn my child being, He's to learn yeah, technology. exactly. How's he gonna learn it if I say no? Right, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Think the we can kind of relate this to some of the early things that it we had, you know, forty years ago. Do we talk to our kids about that, or you know, how do we manage that? Like. When you look at how we manage um, adolescent sexual activity now, it's in. It's their a bit room. of a detour. No, Go it's ahead. not because it's in their like in their face. Like yep. parents know now we have con- you know you have conversations with your kids in the school and I know some people are like I don't want my kid the school talking to your kids about but yep. like but some schools you can get condoms you can get like you know you like we are we are we are knowledgeable now to know that like that's the world you live in it's going to happen. We got to talk about it, give you solutions and try to help you to it so we can maybe reduce teenage pregnancy, reduce like whatever. It's the same thing. The world we live in now, this is the world. It is not going to go away. So we can take the approach of, it's Ronald Reagan, rest his soul, and his wife, right? Like awesome, you know, thick, good president, whatever. But her, like their drug policy, like their campaign was, Fucking stupid. Right. Like just say no is th- oh, that's good. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. You tell your kid just say just say no. That that I mean, it was really dumb if you look back on it. Because it had no real education to it. And it was such a hard line. So what I think is important is this is the world they live in. We say, oh no, you know, you, you know, you're not gonna do this. Well, guess what? They're gonna find a way to to do whatever they want because they're not under our thumb for most as much as they think they are. They're not on their thumb 90% of the time. They're with their friends. They're at school. They're doing our things. They're going to – and they're not going to understand like what's a rational way for me to manage this thing. So teaching them and having like the the dialogue and teaching them the skill set and like, hey, if you notice like you're starting to feel like really like sucked in and like kind of down and blah, blah, it might just be because you've been like looping video mindlessly – when you start to feel that way, just take a break. Doesn't mean you can't go back to it. Doesn't mean just like here's a thing you should maybe want to do. Maybe you want to get up and just like right, but learn to manage it as opposed to just learn to just say no. Right? And you like,
1: you mentioned the word conversation a lot. So it's as a parent, you're having a conversation, mm. right? And you're helping to teach them. Like one of the things I do, like if my kid does get in that situation, but it's just friends sitting around and screens, he doesn't feel good physically after that. Usually. I mean, like, he's usually just like drained a little bit, you know, because yeah. I mean? he doesn't feel good because he's been sitting around. So it's like, yeah, like, we got to get out and we got to do something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we got to yeah, get gotta, go, Like, it, yeah, it has yeah. to be a balance. Like, and then over the course of time, the more you do that, the more you're going to, rec- he's going to recognize that he can't have like a permanent relationship with a screen and YouTube, right? He's got to right. mix it up. Otherwise, he's not going to feel good. Right. But that only co- comes with a conversation. And, and there is think- this, there's the, there's the, the part that you said, the more you restrict, the more control you try and have. And you you talk about this all the time. A lot of the the friction you have with a child has to do with control. And the more control you exercise, the more they're going to rebel. The more you say, screens are, bad, screens are bad, screens are bad, screens are bad, screens are bad. The more they discover, oh, they're not bad. They're really entertaining and all my friends are doing it. Yeah. yeah. Now You're you've lost dumb. control. Now You're you've lost dumb. control. Yeah. Dumb parent. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and, and it's, almost, it's way worse if you can't connect with your kid mm. because you've created this this environment yeah and the other thing is like you know the more the studies come out the more that it, it just turns out we don't know and the reason we don't know is because it really hasn't been that long right right so it's like we were not at all we What's, one of the st-
0: iphone version of the 15 yeah that's when this really started to become yeah. an issue right yeah, it's so like your kids weren't even you've been doing this for 15 years that's yeah, not your even kids weren't even born yet well, uh, one of mine wasn't. Right, but I mean, there. it's like that's yeah. not that long,
1: right? In our lives, that's not that long. You know what I mean? Like They but, think it's been here
0: forever. Right, but I mean, like,
1: um, what was I going to say? Oh, it's like one of the university studies we were reading. It was like University of Boulder, Colorado, or whatever. Um, they're saying up to five hours of screen time might actually not have any consequences whatsoever. You know, it's like... And I don't know why they came to that conclusion, but like it's the largest study <laughs> right. they've ever had and I think that a part of it is, is all relative. Right. So it's like you can't find the kids that are not exposed to screens. They yeah. don't exist. Right. So it's like how do you measure how the kids who are getting tons of screen time versus other people? And then how do you tease out all the other variables, right? It's like, you know, maybe my kid gets a ton of screen time, but he's also a varsity three sport athlete. Right. So it's like when he's not doing the three sports, he's so he's got all sorts of social, he's got athletic, and he's also in front of his screen all the time. And when he's in front of the screen, a lot of times it's interactive, he's playing video games, he's with his yeah. friends yeah. online or whatever. So it's like is or, that the yeah. healthiest thing in the world? We don't know, but we also don't know what the consequences are for a lot of screen time. We really don't understand that yet. What's the relative, you know, versus other kids and like and so you know, it's it's about control, it's about doing what you can and it's about balance. Balance, I think. Right. Balancing conversations.
0: Yes. At the end of the day <laughs> Our kids should, be, should have balance in all the things they're doing. They should have balance with family time, with friend time, with relaxing time, with exercise time, and with sitting down and being glued into their phone because that's the world we live in. And it will be the world we live in. All balance.
1: Balance and control in conversations. Awesome. Your kid needs more screen time. If they're going to interact with the world, they need more screen time, not
0: less. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm Brian Lafauci. Patrick Marino. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the channel. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. And if you don't like what you heard, I know who does, your mom, so tell her we said hi.